research or even a week To know enough on these topics to speak So here's a mini, it won't be too long We're calling these a mile to die on Welcome to this episode of A Mole Hill to Die On. We're going to just kind of look back at the first year of A Hill to Die On, which was the year of 2020. We started, oh, a year ago yesterday. Oh, was it? It was our anniversary. Yeah. We kicked off the podcast with episode one, A Baby Name's Becoming More Absurd. Kara, you started off with yes. I started off with no. Uh, we went away to research and we both remained on our heels. We did. <laughs> yeah, so the first episode we were threatened with <laughs> legal action. And <laughs> long story short, we took out what I would argue is one of the funniest parts of that episode. So you'll never, unless you were listening on day one, you'll never know. Yeah, unless you were ground level. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I thought we started off quite strong. Yeah. And it was well received. Do you have any thoughts? Like, so you finished off saying that, yes, baby names are becoming more absurd. I was a no. Do you have any further thoughts around that topic? I mean, to me, it just kept getting worse. Like, I feel like after <laughs> we had so many bad names in that episode. And then after it ended, I just kept seeing more and more where I'd be like, oh, fuck, that would have been so good for that episode. And even I think it was a couple months ago now, I joined a Facebook group that's called um, it's that name is a tragedy, but tragedy is spelled T-R-A-G-E-D-E-I-G-H. But it's a, it's basically like the rules of the group are supposed to be like not making fun of like cultural names. Like if a name is like, so I guess my name would be exempt in that sense. Like if it's an actual name within a culture, but it's for people mm-hmm. intentionally misspelling names to make it unique, so to speak. Um, and then it's like, or, you know, <laughs> naming them after like pop culture or names that shouldn't really be names like fucked names and there's been some absolutely cooked ones in that group like that just every day anytime I go in there just to have a laugh or I'm like oh what is there at the moment like it's fucked man like Like, what would you say can you like list three off the top of your head if you could rename our patron tiers Um, which were all named after these absurd baby names. So, I mean, I told you about one the other day that was Jaspin, (laughs) which was essentially Jasper and Aspen, which are both, like, okay names on their own, but hybrid (laughs) into the one name. That was pretty fucking atrocious. Another that we were talking about just before this recording was Golk. (laughs) Golk. G-A-L-K. Oh, uh, the incredible Golk. I'm still not over it. <laughs> uh, it is the name of a very, very large baby. <laughs> I think it just like made it worse because the screen cap of the initial posting about their son's birthday, and this is like a late teenage year son, but the name Golk is like, to my amazing son, Golk, and it's Golk is all in capitals with like two exclamation marks. And that just makes it seem more like fucking like the amazing Spider-Man or like some kind of like superhero, like my amazing son, Golk. <laughs> I love that it's also kind of onomatopoeia. I can't exactly explain how. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it is. I mean, I <laughs> I would probably call it here the amazing Golks. <laughs> okay, I do like that. Yeah. What was another one? Uh, Harvin? Harvin. H-A-R-V-Y-N. I hate that. Yeah. Like, some of them are just so fucking atrocious. not good. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Stephanie? (laughs) 
Stephanie. It's S. Stephanie. S T H E F A N I. Stephanie. You were like giving someone a list. Oh my god. Fuck, that's cruel. Oh man. I just realized based on the rules of that group, one of our patron tiers is breaking the rules of that group. So the Franules, uh, which I believe is our $2 a month patron tier. Franiel is apparently a really common name. One of our listeners who is from Slovenia, but lives in the Netherlands, she was saying that Franiel is actually quite a common name in, in one of those countries. I, I can't quite recall which one, but she's like, that's a very normal name. So it was very odd to hear you laughing about it. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, man, maybe we should change the tier to one of the we should just have the amazing gulks <laughs> yeah i think okay so everyone who is a franual is going to become an amazing gulk uh whether you want to or not yeah. if you're not happy with that name feel free to pay more you'll be out of it so there you go it does sound like a, the bottom tier like gulk is supporting the rest like he's the foundation then we went on to episode two is it worth making a new year's resolution you started off as no i said yes and neither of us changed our position again yeah that wasn't shocking i mean and that's the same (laughs) now i think i think my my no was with a clause of like you know you can goal set and you can make plans and shit but just you don't have to do it at new year's yeah yeah i'm still pretty steadfast with where we landed on that uh, nice guys that was the one where okay so we both said no the question was a nice guys ever really nice we both said no when we came back this was the literal <laughs> only time you shifted hills oh. and throughout the whole year i shifted hills as well <laughs> the reason we shifted is we be- basically we decided the question didn't matter like are they nice <laughs> yeah but so what like you can fake nice like, it's not a, really a compliment. It's not a positive adjective. And so we just let him have it, basically. We were so mad. Yeah, so mad. <laughs> we just read way too many fucking milady threads, I think. Like, and has your position changed? Absolutely not. No. In fact, it's gotten <laughs> more steadfast. So then the next one we did, a cool girl's ever really cool. To which I said yes and you said no. When we came back, I still said yes and you still said no. (laughs) So we hadn't shifted. Um, But I did have a sort of asterisk, which I think I had kind of the whole time anyway, Mm -hmm. which was um, like, yeah, they are really cool, but just not while they're being a cool girl. They're often like cool people underneath because I feel like most of, or not most, but a lot of my friends were former, like reformed cool girls. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. I feel like you're in the same boat. Like, we just, you know, we just took it from different... It was the same hill we were just approaching from different sides, I think. Yeah, we both realised we were on the same hill. Has your opinion changed? Not really. I think now, like, with all of the sort of things we covered, I notice it more. Or, like, there's certain behaviours where I'm like, oh, that's definitely some cool girl shit. Where I I think I probably didn't give it as much thought. You know, I think when you sort of grow out of that phase, you don't give it too much thought anymore unless you run into people that are very actively in that phase. But then now when there's just like certain behaviors and whether it's something I've done or a friend has done or I've seen it just objectively somewhere else, I'm like, oh, that's some weird cool girl behavior. Or even in like TV, Mm -hmm. like film and television, like pop culture shit, you'll see it as well. There's so much of that in pop culture, which I'm sure we'll probably discuss in a future episode. 
Episode 5 was about the royal family and whether they should be treated like royalty. <laughs> we both, I think this was the first episode where we both started and landed on identical hills to one another. Mm-hmm. So we both said no and we both finished on no. Because it was just so fucking obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say that I, I was only thinking of this earlier today when I was kind of going through these episodes in my head and I feel like what you brought to that episode, I definitely learned a lot more about the royal family than I ever expected to. I still don't like them, but I guess I understand. I, I still feel better informed about why I say no and I, I guess mm. I still feel better informed about why people might look to them, you know, in times of crisis and stuff like that. Did you have any any thoughts? Not really. Like I, They were in the media a lot uh, when we released that which I think is why we covered it when we did mm-hmm. it was just more like I think realizing how much money is actually involved was what was shocking to me right and how much taxpayer money is involved how much upkeep there is and just like bullshit ceremony like there's so much where I think so a lot of people sort of romanticize as well what it is to be royal because there's sort of you know you're born into it like a lot of wealth you just get born mm-hmm. into it but you're also born into so much responsibility and I don't think that's enviable then on to episode six should you eat food off the floor yep and yet again we both started on yes and finished on yes with no one shifting hills Kara, do you have any mm-hmm. further thoughts has this episode impacted your life in any sort of way actually i have a confession to make it totally did and i don't really do it anymore really <laughs> oh yeah like now i drop shit and i chuck it in the fucking bin and even when it's stuff on the bench, like the countertop, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Looking at this list where I have not changed hills at all, except for one time, I think. I think there's like intellectually not changing hills and then it's like inaction though. Yeah. I feel like a few times my actions have changed. Yeah. So even though you'll be like, no, not <laughs> changing. But then you're like actively going to yes. the opposite. Like- <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think... Now that you say it, I have been doing the same. I mean, I, I'm sure I have. Like, the, I'm sure there's been moments where I have been <laughs> like 50 times more scrutiny. Like, for every 10 times that I would have eaten something, I've thrown it away. Probably in my room, I'd be more inclined to eat something off the floor now that I know that technically. Yes, yeah. same. The carpet. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like more inclined off the carpet, whereas when it's on the tiles, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that was probably the first episode where I can noticeably tell my own actions have, have changed since the release of it. So the next episode we did was uh, Can Money Buy Happiness? And once again, we both said yes, and we settled on yes as our answer for the end. Do you still agree with your position on that one? Oh, more than ever. Also, like, especially this year, like, that's actually kind of perfect to be talking about it now because I know, like, obviously people have had very vastly different experiences this year depending on, um, like, what job you work, what country you're in, et cetera, et cetera. For me personally, when we went into stage four lockdown, I temporarily lost my job. As in, I wasn't fired, but we were just, the store was literally closed for however long it was, like two months or something. And I was getting Centrelink which is our welfare, basically. And because I'm so used to living under the poverty line without really realizing that that's what I was doing, I've been making more money than ever this year. And I was so much happier. (laughs) 
like I was also happier because I wasn't having to work in retail constantly and I've been working less in general and just kind of bettering my life but there's also like money makes such a fucking difference to your quality of life and not having to stress about it makes such a Mm -hmm. difference as well like I am way more on that hill than ever before as well and sadly it's gone back down to the same if not less than the initial rate but Mm -hmm. when covid was kicking off in australia for a lot of payments uh social security payments the rate was actually double of what people would normally get and so i know so many people who for the first time in their life actually could go and see a dentist and Mm -hmm. which is still not covered by medicare and just so many people were like oh my god, I don't have to buy the cheapest bread, I don't have to buy the cheapest milk, and just these little, little things. And it's just so cruel. I kept saying there's no way they could take it down again. There's no way they could take it down again. They fucking have. Yeah. My position's just gotten stronger. As you said, we're seeing wealth disparity and how it's affecting so many people throughout the world. Well, like, even more so now. And and just on a personal note, I haven't had... Uh, any income since November for very complicated reasons. But also, before that, we we were doing better than any other year and we weren't going out as much. (laughs) So we were saving a bit of money. But to get back to the point, can money buy happiness? Last year, in the space of a few weeks, we bought a brand new mattress, our first new mattress in over a decade, and I got myself a weighted blanket. I had nightmares every night that would wake me up in a cold sweat multiple times a night. Sometimes I would just stay up for hours on end because I was like, I'm not going back to sleep and doing this whole fucking thing again. And I was very miserable. They were nightmares where I would be gang raped or where I would find my cousin's dead body and I didn't want my family to be upset. So I would dismember it and hide it so no one had to be sad. Like it was really fucked up. Oh God, yeah. It really, really fucking messed up. Um, But anyway, Point being, once I got this fucking mattress and this weighted blanket that I just put on my feet, I have not had a nightmare since. Yeah, right. Let alone nightly. And it's just like both very expensive things that we were only able to get because we were able to save a bit of money because of this increased rate of Centrelink. Mm-hmm. But things that fucking rich people take for granted or just like middle class people take for granted, like being able to buy something you want that will make your life a little bit easier or a little bit better. You know, and that yeah. has a huge, like, a vast fucking improvement. But if it's something you've never had to question or never had to go without, then you wouldn't really understand the level of impact that could have not having it and the difference it can make. So the next one we did was, has anyone been abducted by aliens? Uh, we were no, no, and finished no, no. And I think we are very much still no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, 100%. There's nothing really to even add to that, I feel like. Episode 9, do blondes really have more fun? Well, you turned into a blonde for this episode. Yeah. Uh, Are you still blonde? Yeah. And have you been having more fun? Definitely. I mean, this year's been great for me, so... (laughs) (laughs) I actually noticed... So for a while, I was, like, trying to figure out what it was because I noticed at work, I noticed that everyone was treating me a lot nicer, like customers, 
and I was trying to figure out what it was and I was like okay I've been blonde longer than that although that did actually make a slight difference with how I was treated it wasn't a huge difference I thought okay well maybe it's because people have been locked up in their house for so long they're just happy to be talking to anyone you know like that's going to make them friendlier but it's continued Mm -hmm. like despite you know lockdown's been not strict for a a while now we're seeing the same people and stuff so it's, it's not just that but I realized what it was is because we have to wear a fucking mask and my eyes are not at all expressive I'm told I have sad eyes even if I'm smiling my eyes don't smile but my face is extremely expressive because my mouth is super expressive and I have a really hard time disguising how I feel about things and so I realize what it is is that when I'm wearing a mask I'm not fucking smirking visibly so (laughs) I'm not like pulling some dumb fucking face or I am but they can't tell that I am and so people are being way nicer probably because I'm not fucking like causing problems with my fucking smart ass mouth so yeah anyway i don't think that's anything to do with being blonde but uh... people aren't seeing you being rude that's really fucking funny i love that i need to keep wearing one forever episode 10 is public cctv an invasion of our privacy you started off as no and actually shifted to yes i started off yes and ended up on yes, as is my tradition. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any thoughts or have you like noticed anything since this episode? It definitely makes me pay more attention in public to when there might be CCTV. Hmm. Um, like I know Australia isn't as severe with it as some other countries are, but even just like basic monitoring and stuff, like I think for the most part, I stand by what I said in that like, yes, it probably is an invasion of our privacy, but I don't feel personally threatened or invaded by it and I do feel safer most of the time when I see it around so I'm still not bothered by it but it does make me consider just like how it could affect other people differently basically like I think it gave me more empathy to be like oh shit that that could actually be a problem for other people just not just because it's not a problem for me doesn't mean it's not a problem for everyone yeah for sure how about you you're still in there oh yeah no I've got I've got no further thoughts So the next time we did uh, Realistic Sex Dolls, A Backward Step for Feminism, and we both said yes at the start, and we both finished on yes. Thoughts? Again, absolutely. My opinion has not fucking changed. I I think I definitely have paid attention to the news a bit more, and there's been a few people in Australia now who have been charged with buying realistic sex dolls that are of a smaller stature. Uh gross yeah so child sex dolls yeah the police are taking note of this Mm -hmm. um which i i really appreciate despite all my criticisms of the justice system what about you yeah same like i just i haven't shifted i still think it absolutely is hugely problematic and i can i can still see like i think we talked about it in the episode that there were some benefits to them existing but just not being treated the way that they're treated um, like being used as tools in sex therapy and stuff I can understand mm-hmm. but not in the way that so many of the fucking creepazoids that happen have them episode 12 we did a ghost reel and we both started as no and we both finished as no <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> yeah no shock is there I feel like anything that goes into like supernatural or paranormal let's just say I'll be surprised the day that one of us says yes for that yeah so the ghost one I haven't changed my opinion but I received a message from one of our listeners about the fact that their partner also had an experience where they saw a 
a man in their room and their parents didn't believe them and then later the parents did whoa and i was just like oh my god how many more people out there have fucking experienced this right what are the chances i know absolutely terrifying to think about then the next episode was is capitalism sustainable to the shock of all of our listeners we both started off as no and after a bit more research ended with no cara have you shifted hills or have any thoughts uh since that was released um not really like i think we did you know we covered most of the shit and i think when we when we did that episode that was when all the covid stuff was really kicking off as well um so it just became more and more evident that the economy was collapsing and it wasn't a very sustainable model there's certain things like through having to look deeper into like alternatives or into how the economy actually works or how capitalism works and supply and demand like I definitely uh, notice it more in different things and like Mm -hmm. certainly with shortages for products where people would just charge more Um, (laughs) and you notice like the more fucked elements of it for sure Um, but I still completely do not think that it's sustainable. I think landlords have been some of the the big complainers of the moment. <laughs> uh, Classic. Where they, they can't have their hard-earned income. The next one we did was should you wash your legs in the shower, to which we both said no to start with and we both finished with no. Uh, where did you land on this since then? Because I'm curious <laughs> to if this has gone the same way as food on the floor. It has. Or... <laughs> it really has. Yeah. Uh, again, I still believe that Washing your legs in the shower doesn't have to be a daily thing. Uh, I don't go to town in them, but I definitely wash them more than I did beforehand. Yeah. I notice it a lot more, and so I do it. If, if I'm like, if I'm thinking about it, because I'll think about the fact that we had this conversation in the shower quite a lot, and I'm like, fuck, fine. Dude, same. <laughs> <laughs> it's because as well, like, more questions kept coming out of it where, like, Hugh would be like, but, like, you wash your butt crack, right? And I'd be like, well, yeah think so like you know when you start like questioning yourself then or like well do you wash your feet and it's like well sometimes yeah you know and then you're like trying to think and it's like fuck it I'll just wash everything you happy now yeah then you can't <laughs> complain right it's interesting both of the kind of cleanliness ones so far have had us functionally change hills also I think because of COVID and shit like you get so used to now like cleanliness and having to wash your hands and over sterilize and you know like that's become normal and so now not being sterile when you're aware that things could not be (laughs) sterile I think is making us be cleaner yeah I, I think that has something to do with it episode 15 can you get vibes from people we both started off as yes and finished on yes i believe my kind of approach to it was around racism and biases we carry because it was i think the week of or the week after protests kicked off in minneapolis Mm -hmm. yeah so that was quite a heavy topic again i feel like we balance each other out quite well and Mm -hmm. from memory you had discussions about scents and chemicals that we kind of excrete that might warn pheromones and kind of weird shit i think it was like more the science side rather than the social side so the next one we did was should you wash new clothes before wearing them 
And I said no, and you said yes, but you said you didn't do it for yourself, but you did it for Robert and Edgar. Mm -hmm. And then when we came back and researched, I shifted hills and said, yes, you probably should. And you continued to say yes, but you also said that you might do it for yourself now. Um, Have you started doing it for yourself? With everything new that is fabric that can be washed for everyone in the house, including myself, I am so vigilant about it. Oh my god. <laughs> this episode probably has had the most responses from people in terms of like, like they've had the same response as me, where they're now washing things and they can't help but wash things. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kara? Have Have you had the same outcome as me? Oh yeah. I wash fucking everything. The only things I think that I've bought like since this podcast that I didn't wash, it's very specific things. So for example, one was a very expensive cardigan that I treated myself to with my sweet Centrelink money. Um, (laughs) And the reason that I didn't wash it, it's a fucking like really expensive designer cardigan. And the reason I didn't wash it is because it's dry clean only. And at that point I'm like, well, you're just putting it in more chemicals. Yes. So why would I pay to chemical it when I'm, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, (laughs) so that was an exception to me. Yeah. But everything else, yeah. Like, usually I would just fucking, like, grab a brand new t-shirt, throw it on. Now I'm even weary about when I try stuff on. Like, I'm like, oh, make sure you're, like, clean enough that it's not bad to, like, try it on and return it. But also probably do it before you have a shower. You know, like, it definitely made me think about, like, skin rashes and other weird problems I've had and thinking, like, shit, could this be, like, a dermatitis-type reaction from doing this all the time? Have you noticed anything different since then? Or is it hard to sort of compare because you haven't, Um, like, you're now cleaning it and I guess you weren't exactly aware that it was... Yeah, directly caused by it. It's hard to know, but I haven't had a full fucking rash, like, back rash breakout, I think, since then. That's so that's curious. something. So that could have been fucking t-shirt chemicals. <laughs> and I love freaking people out by telling them like, hey, you know that we import a lot of clothes that are treated with chemicals and the standards in China wouldn't allow us to return them. I love telling people that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we learned a lot of like weird fun facts through this podcast. I, I really enjoyed this episode. It, it was also our first one where we lost at least half of an episode and It was very funny. Oh, that's right. It was very funny and we just couldn't pretend like we were joking about things for the first time so there was some there was some real good laughs that were lost (laughs) you'll have to trust us that it was very funny Episode 17 was, is the death penalty a just punishment? We both started off as no and ended as no. Kara, do you have any thoughts or feelings? Not really. Like, I know that I started it more being like, nah, they deserve fucking worse, you know? But I know I ended that episode being like, well, even if one person could you know get incorrectly put to death then it's it's wrong and I didn't ever think the government should be responsible mm. for that anyway I still agree with that like I still listen to a fuck ton of true crime and hear some pretty horrific stories where I don't think that anyone capable of those sorts of crimes should probably be allowed to be uh sharing the earth with us mm-hmm. but you know at the same time who am I to make that decision and 
unlike them, I'm not willing to have that on my conscience, like taking someone else's life, even if they actually did something abhorrent that could be worthy of that. Like, I still don't think it's a just punishment. Yeah. 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 With that episode, bit of an update. Sadie, who I spoke to to get some of my answers, she has passed the bar and is now... Fuck yeah. Yeah. She's now a lawyer and shit. Hell yeah. That makes what she said even fucking more qualified. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And some sad news is that more people have been executed since we published this episode. It appears that the federal government in the US have been trying to pump out as many executions as they can before they leave. So someone who almost certainly surely did not commit the crime was executed. So no, nothing has changed in that respect. Is the full moon effect real was the 19th episode. I said yes at the start and you said no. When we came back, I shifted hills and said no, and you maintained your hill of no. I'm guessing that that hasn't changed for you since then. Can you remind me how you're shifted? I I can't actually recall what you said. I think I started off just as a fucking retail worker being like, hell yeah, people are fucking crazy. And because you hear stories from like, you know, uh, hospital workers and my dad's time as a um, psychiatric nurse and stuff, like you always hear that the full moon makes people wild but then yeah when we actually went and you know quote unquote researched it i couldn't really find anything like it didn't really hold water pun not intended yeah like there wasn't really anything to do with the moon the the closest i think i found was um lucadian rhythm you know essentially having like a circadian rhythm but for the the lunar cycle but even that was like so you sleep less um, which I guess could make it, if you if you already like have a propensity to be more unhinged, maybe it would just set you off that little <laughs> bit more. But yeah, there was nothing that was really concrete about it, you know, certainly not causing lunacy, so to speak, or anything extreme. Yeah, that was a really cool episode. I, I got a lot out of that one that I wasn't expecting to. And a really cool little side note is that I think I shared with you the message today that we got a new listener who was just like looking, like searching for stuff on the full moon and their poor soul landed <laughs> on our podcast and now they listen yeah. to it. You're welcome. <laughs> Good for us, sad for them. <laughs> Episode 20 is Bigfoot Real. Once again, started off as no, ended as no. Any opinions? No, it's still absolutely not real. What else can you say to that, really? I should explain as well. So in the thumbnail for that week, because I draw the thumbnail art every week for the, you know, when we announce that a new episode is up. And for that week, I drew myself wearing a hat that says Bigfoot is real and he tried to eat my ass. And that is a real fucking hat that we found online. It is. <laughs> I don't know if it was like when I was looking for pictures of Bigfoot or what it was that it came up in, but fucking hell. Like, I just could not not draw it. I mean, if I didn't already have a vast hat collection, I would seriously consider buying it. So I read it in this way, but I'd be worried about strangers reading it in this way that not he ate my ass as in like he ate me, like devoured me. I'd be worried that like people thought I wanted to advertise the fact that Bigfoot performed a sexual act on me. I totally read it as salad tossing. That's why I find it so funny. Yeah, just Bigfoot gave me a real good rim job. (laughs) (laughs) So episode 21 was, can you actually earn money from a multi-level marketing program? 
I said no, you said no. When we finished, you said no. I had shifted to a point to yes, um, but my little thing there was only if you're the CEO of said MLM. <laughs> um, you can make a fuck ton of money, but in general, no. Like if you're working for an MLM, yeah, absolutely not. And I think we're probably very much on that same page unless you've like secretly gone and joined fucking Herbalife or something in the meantime. But Have you heard of <laughs> a little thing? Hun, let me tell you. <laughs> The next episode was Can Our Pets Understand Us? We both started off as yes and finished as yes. Do you have any thoughts or comments? It changed um, because even though I, I ended up on the same hill, it was slightly like further down the hill maybe because I, I think I learned that they could maybe understand less than what we thought or at least less than what I yeah, thought. Right. And it made me reevaluate why I thought thought he could understand me <laughs> my reasons <laughs> for that and so it actually changed the way I interact with Millhouse really yeah and like for anyone who doesn't know or didn't listen to the episode I mean a fucking spoiler alert go listen to that shit before you listen to this but Millhouse is my cat <laughs> I changed the way I talk to him in that I think I simplify stuff a bit more I drone less to him like I don't just talk to him like he's a person like I just try and talk to him about stuff that I think he'll understand and in tones that I think he will understand my intent because you know like the way we're talking right now I would often just talk at Millhouse and I think he just doesn't yeah, right. he doesn't get that whereas when you're using nicer tones and you're talking about things that he's interested in or things words that he would be familiar with I think they just seemed he was actually like a lot sweeter off the oh. bat so I think it was like part of it was that he's probably just like shut the fuck up mum like what are you doing <laughs> Like beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I was so sad initially, like, oh no, I, we've ruined your relationship with your cat. He was like, he's quite responsible. Yeah, yeah, it's actually worked out for the best, I think. The last episode we did was New Year's Eve, and it was Did Hitler Die in the Bunker? And we both started as yes, we both finished as yes, with hilarious results, surprisingly. Obviously, that was fucking like last week. I don't think we changed our mind since then. <laughs> no. Uh, but since then, so I've been listening to like the back catalogue of that Alex Jones mm. podcast, the one that talks about Alex Jones. And they had a guy on there who believed that Hitler, or at least some of the Nazis survived underground in some ice bunkers oh, cool. in Antarctica. And I was like, oh, oh, I read about this. Like, I know why now. And It's also, though, just like, know thy enemy. You know, like, in order to debunk a conspiracy, you have to understand where it's coming from. So I think that's what it's helping us do, is like, figure out, well, where are these people's fucking heads at? Like, why are they thinking this? And then once we can unpack that, you can dismantle it. Well, that's the whole point of um, Knowledge Fight, this podcast about Alex Jones. But yeah, that gives us a bit of a an overview of our first year as a podcast. And it's been a lot of fun. I think overall the ones that relate to like everyday cleaning, like personal cleanliness have been the ones that have changed me more because I, I don't know if like overall if any of my opinions have changed. I think I understand more nuance now and more aspects of some of these topics but the ones about cleanliness even if I said in the episode that I didn't change hills in reality it turns out I fucking did. To be fair like before you sort of like guilt trip yourself about not changing hills I think it's worth pointing out every episode 
that I changed hills. I actually moved over to whatever hill you were on. Um, and so I think what that comes down to is that you just made the right choice at the start. <laughs> like you were just slightly better informed than me going into it. And I think that's because it's, it's not that like, you know, you said the wrong thing and then you were like, no, that's it. I'm sticking with it. Like most of the time, even if you weren't, you know, super informed at the beginning, you did make the right call. Like when we went back to it, it was like, oh no, actually you were right. Like, <laughs> every time I've shifted because of research I found that literally proved your point you just don't even come for me guys <laughs> yeah it's been a good year and thank you all for listening catch you next time guys bye